On this show, it's only good vibes. Talking about music from Beyonce to Tribe. In the world where it's always politicking. Run, why your boy Kanye be tripping? I don't know, so we put it on the shelf. Listen to Conrad when he brings up mental health. Is Michael Jackson really the king of pop? There's no debate if you ask, be shocked. Conversation so tight, it be gripping you. We love getting suggestions from our listeners. Do something foolish, try and run if you can. All you gonna do is end up a victim of Who's Man's. Welcome to another week of Who's Man's podcast. We hope you enjoy it. So yeah, I almost really didn't even make it tonight because I I didn't happen to just pick up my phone at just the right moment. I would have missed out. I probably would end up being like half an hour or more late. So Damn. we low-key low just ordered some food because I was thinking 8.30, like, because we just kept saying 8.30 and I kept forgetting about the time difference and how I'm not in the Eastern time zone. Mm. So literally just ordered the food, about to watch TV, probably not even look at my phone for about an hour until I happen to pick up the phone and see Damn. it already. We would have been chilling. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all would have been four minutes late, this whole episode would have never happened. Yeah. Literally, if you had been, if you didn't pop up, I'd have been like, you know what? Mm. I'm good, too. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you one of those guys? It wasn't even in the same room with me, low key. Oh, you said F the phone, like F everybody. I'm about to eat. I like that though. That's real, man. That means that priority. Yeah, prioritizing your dinner time with your significant other. That's good. Right, but you know, we here now. We made it. We we made it. This episode is gonna come out for y'all to enjoy. Sacrificing my meal time, we have to go eat some cold food. But that's how dedicated I am to providing quality content. What you, food, man? The, the real what question is food? though, what did you eat? Yeah, what did you get? It was something Japanese. I'm not even gonna hold you up. I know how that sounds. <laughs> <But> <laughs> <laughs> was in the mood for sushi, and I don't eat sushi, but I figured I'll find something on the menu. So I ordered something. I don't don't really know what the name of it was. Mm, but that shit about to be a whole fish. Might have been a Taco Bell afterwards. <laughs> wait, what? Like, do you what was included in that meal? First of all, wait, you just said I'm gonna get that, or did you read about so, it? And it's, so right. the description said it was breaded chicken with gohan, which if if I look that up correctly, is rice. So hopefully that's right. And you said gohan. But I feel like that's what it said. Uh huh. So that's supposed to be rice. Hopefully that's what it is. And then there a salad and miso soup. And I'm pretty sure I've had miso soup before. So I think I know what that is. Oh, hey, it's miso Hopefully, soup. It's, it's going to be an adventure. Shit sounds sketchy, bro. <laughs> he going you. <laughs> you up. Some of that meal sounds. <laughs> the worst case scenario, McDonald's, Taco Bell, they still going to be open. <laughs> I'm going to eat one way or another. Mm-hmm. I I think well I had to look right. up Gohan sauce, uh, sauce. My bad. And what was it? What you found out? Are you a picky eater? <laughs> uh, semi. Well, this is like the pronunciation. I'm probably gonna f this whole up, but it's Tamago Gohan for short. Is a popular okay. Japanese breakfast food consisting of cooked Japanese rice. Topped or mixed with raw egg and soy sauce. Oh, okay. I can live with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not my okay. preference of how I would order it, but I, I, ain't I was just making sure that that's what you knew you were getting yourself into. So it's Japanese. I do appreciate the heads up. It's basically egg rice, Japanese style egg rice. 
you know, I'm, I'm actually really glad you gave me that warning because if I had opened up that container and just saw an egg floating on top, I'd be like, "What I ordered. the? <laughs> hey, I need my money back. <laughs> All of it. I ordered fried rice. No, sir, you ordered the hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> so good looking out. Uh. All right. All right. Welcome, everyone. We live. We are here. We thank y'all for joining us. It's the Who's Man's Podcast. I'm your host, Rhonda Don, a.k.a. Mr. Taylor Mate. In the building with me is my man's Conrad. What's up, beautiful people? We back. We clear. Sound quality nice. You know, we back. But, you know, usually I'll be like, we found, like, who's here with us, or let's find out who this guest is. But Brian at this little basketball game with Darnold of all people like Darnold and so he thought it was too cool to hang out with us who watches the Mavs anyways they trash but you know that's that's not that's not the point but it's okay we got B number one here today hey back with us back with us Mm -hmm. Ryan you can do the official introduction because basically last time we were like ain't nobody care about you you just here for the moment <laughs> we didn't even really introduce you. So let's, know, get, right? let's get a We've been so hungry to, to give out content. We haven't even really been taking the time to introduce ourselves or our guests. So <laughs> we're going to take a step back and do it right this time and let the people get to know you a little bit. B. So you want to go ahead and introduce yourself, talk a little bit about some of the work you'll be doing? Yeah. Um, Brandon, aka Capital SS. Um, follow that on Twitter, social media, Instagram, all that stuff. Um, also known for music, which the first and 15th releases have been doing very well so far. I just started them in February. Every first and the 15th, a new release comes out. Um, so you can find that everywhere. SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, YouTube, everything. Um, and all of that, just all around philanthropist. I fucked that word up, so now you're not going to believe me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so I wasn't going to say it. Look. Hey, B, let me tell you this. Good I don't know if it's the podcast or what, but everyone got to mess up at least one word before they... <laughs> it's like a ritual. Uh-huh. Don't ask Ron how to say Russell Westbrook, because they just <laughs> fucked that all the way up. <laughs> I ain't never said that man's name again. Mm. Y'all see old boys do triple double? Uh, yep. That's all it comes down to. <laughs> uh, I, don't what, I, I don't know how to say Tiffany's last oh, name, so we ain't gonna try it. I got a good way to introduce myself. Can I tell y'all a way where I, where I was like recently just like, damn, I'm not shit. Yeah, okay. yeah you gotta let us know. All right. Okay. Oh, this is all just right. to clarify, yep. you're, you're calling yourself a who's man's right now. Basically. All right. This man. is judgment free zone, though, right? Right. But you still lose man's. Okay, let's first hear the story. Let's first hear the story. We didn't, we didn't want to find out if we judge it. Yeah. All right. So I'm at home chilling. I'm like super chilling. Like I, I done rolled up. I'm smoking. I'm scrolling Twitter, doing a whole lot of nothing at all. Um, I scroll past one of those like missing person tweets. Like the, hey, I know. (laughs) Like the, hey, you know, help. I'm, you know. If you see this, can you retweet this thing? And I felt bad for that because I always like that's crazy for somebody, you know, close to just like disappear. But I always feel bad for myself because I know that I'm not going to be any help because I don't remember faces for shit. So 20 minutes from now, I'm not going to remember the image. Like I, you would have to you would have to walk past me as I'm reading the tweet of you missing. Like, it, while I'm in my basement for me to recognize and be like, hey. <laughs> while I'm in my basement? <laughs> yeah. The fuck are you doing here? 
And also, aren't you this person from the picture? But so I'm like, you know, I'm sitting there like, oh, this is fucked up. But then I'm like, I come up with this great ass high idea where I'm like, you know what? I should start trying to like connect these faces to celebrities somewhat. Like, let me think of who they look like. So then if I'm really out in public and I see somebody like instead of trying to remember a whole new face, if I see somebody that looks like this celebrity, I was thinking, I was like, you know what? That reminds me of the thing I was looking at earlier, uh-huh. which I thought was a brilliant idea. Like, you know, let me think of what celeb this person looks like. And if I happen to see a person looks like that celeb that catches my eye, you know, hey, I can connect the dots and be of help. Which basically resulted in me just roasting the fuck out of this person for the next. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sitting, Lionel Richie, Terrence, power face ass nigga, like. <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, bro, you ain't forget him though, right? You no, not this- at all. Nigga really look like Lionel Richie, but. <laughs> So, so again, I knew I wasn't shit, but it was roasting him for the greater good. So, is it really not shit? You know, let's let's dive into this real quick a little bit. So, you have a situation where you're who's man's because you're roasting someone that's lost. However, you've also had another side where you said, look, I know I don't have great memory. So, I have to find a method that will help me trigger a moment where I'm like, oh, this person looked like X, Y, and Z because I roasted him in the basement. Oh, shoot. It's the dude that might be lost. Let me pull up my Twitter feed real quick and see the thing I retweeted. How is that any different than someone... Look, we learn in school that if you study... If you're studying one way, you're more than likely going to... If you do the same thing while you're taking your test, you're going to do a better job on that test, Right. Yeah, so, like you come up with like a limerick to remember like the yeah. Pythagorean theorem or some shit. So yeah. like so you know, I Terrence Howard with the dreads from Empire face ass nigga was me. Look, like and now you're like, look, <laughs> he's lost he was lost. And you can be like, yo, let me help you. And I don't I mean, look, you just finding an easy way to help society. For the greater good. And to me. I mean, I hope you're not going up to that person and roasting them uh, while, <laughs> while you <laughs> found them. <laughs> In all truthfulness, I would have found them. I would have had to get those off. <laughs> but, <laughs> but still, the greater good was important here. Hey, can you imagine? First of all, can you imagine just you, you lost? I'm not the hero you want. I'm the hero everyone deserves or whatever that Dark Knight shit was like. <laughs> like you lost, and there's so, and you think someone coming up to you that recognizes you and about to help you, and the first words that come out your head come out, come out their mouth is a roast, <laughs> <laughs> like just going on you. Like, hold up, are you here to help? You me? That flavor plate, look at that. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I found you. Aren't <laughs> you black looking? Nigga? We've been looking for you with tweets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy. But I mean, hey, I actually always like think about that stuff when I like not necessarily your thought of process because that was a different level of thought process. But you should adopt that. But go on. <laughs> <laughs> but I always think about like the the Amber Alerts on Twitter because like it depends mm-hmm. on your like demographic that you follow. So like for me, I have like 
African friends and everything from back home. So they're posting things. And sometimes I'm like, I'll scroll by it and I'll be like maybe four or five, six tweets down and I didn't like retweet it and I feel so bad and I'll scroll back up and (laughs) retweet it. And Mm -hmm. I'm thinking to myself, like, who am I like following will will this person like will they even see him this person all the way in in zimbabwe or uganda or something ain't nobody in niles machine gonna see him well then at the same time like you just hear those stories and you never know that this person just got dropped out like got kidnapped and dropped off in another place in the world and maybe someone saw it so it's not like i try to retweet all the time but at the same time i'm just like man yeah what are the chances if it ain't happened within 35 mile radius you scrolling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even gonna hold y'all up. You just like turned off the Amber Alerts. I don't even be looking. <laughs> you can turn off. Yeah, you can. I mean, I know I can on the iPhone. So I'm leave it there. I ain't trying to. Damn. 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 You know. Let's just all be friends. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't have anything to get fancy. I just want to state the fact on on the iPhone you can do it. I was seeing my. I don't know what y'all are doing on your side. They started to be twelve hundred dollars. Like, look, now we got four cameras. Like, <laughs> I use three apps. <laughs> hey, Ron, I just, I just want to let you know, Ron, that I'm fighting for you on Twitter and tweeting Twitter support to let you log back in. I appreciate that. Did they get back to you or did they say no, they said F you. <laughs> <laughs> they just kept scrolling too. <laughs> don't, don't fight too hard. Don't get banned with me. <laughs> but I was just thinking you might as well just take over the Who's Man's podcast Twitter. I should. Yeah. I'm not going to act like I haven't missed it. So like you can still get all your award, anything happening in the flesh. You can just tailor your because I feel like can you still call yourself Mr. Taylor May when you don't have a Twitter account? I mean, nope. I'm gonna. Oh, that's <laughs> false advertisement, man. <laughs> the persona was always there. Twitter didn't like make me who I am. Uh. <laughs> 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 well, I'm learning something new about myself. I wouldn't shit on Twitter. Ain't shit ass, but I found you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. you get the Who's Man's Twitter banned too, like a week. <laughs> <laughs> Look, sometimes I'll be popping out on Who's Man's, and I, I'm trying to figure out who accepted who. Like, which one of us allowed this person to follow our page? Because there's some stuff on there. I'm like, at lunch break, trying to see if there's any like Who's Man's on our Twitter feed, and there's a porno. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> which one of you, Brian or Ron, followed this person? <laughs> I'm not going to hold you up. There was a time period where I was just following without discrimination. Like, I would just search who's man's, and if anyone said who's man's, I would either tweet them or retweet them and then follow the page. And I didn't mm. check their feed to see what they were talking about. So, you know, and now here we are. Got that oops pile surprise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At this point, that's on you for checking the page. You know what you're getting into. <laughs> you know what you're looking for. <laughs> Uh, anyways well I I feel like we we interrupted your introduction still oh no I think that's a general solid introduction to me other than you know check out the music but yeah did you tell people what type of music you're making yeah Uh, hip hop very it's it's a very good balance like it's, it's very lyrical I feel like line for line I'm 
untouchable. But at the same time, I don't want it to just like a lot of the lyrical people, they just lean on that. And it's just them just barring up a beat and they don't know how to add the music to that. So I've been doing really well at just, you know, making sure it's sonically enjoyable music. But at the same time, it's not mumble stuff. It's not, you know, just, you know, I'm just there like singing or auto tune and stuff like that. And I think I think it's, it's very versatile. I think a lot of the songs don't sound like the song before it. Um, I think the favorite right now is a song called Space. So capital S S C A P I T A L S S. And Space is probably the favorite, but lyrically I think everyone really likes Miles Morales. Um, I just say check it out. You know, if you I like mean, it. <coughs> now that you mention it, I mean you own the rights to the music, so we could throw it up at the end of the episode. Like when we do sure. it, we can have your stuff come on. I'm hey, also so, so B, I always want to ask like people who are like what separates you from a saturated field of like hip hop and upcoming people who are trying to make it like how do you go about like changing your music to make sure that it's not your average not even average but you know you're like soundcloud guy or the person's like if you were to tell them like hey i'm b i'm a you know i'm a, a rapper or mc and this is my stuff like what stops me from being like uh this is just another dude trying to get on the rap game like what um, would, like how would you like market your music to make sure that i have to check it out would you just do you play samples right away to people sometimes or just you know so how do i create it to stand out or how do i market it to stand both out? i guess both because it's, they go i guess together um creating i would say you know be your authentic, creative, unique self in a sense. Um, don't just look to, like, I think what a lot of people do is they gravitate towards who they're fans of. And then they say, they use that as their scorecard. Mm. So they try to create based on that. Like, oh, he's, I like how he does this. Let me see if I can do this as well. Even if they're not thinking that outright, they end up trying to follow that as a template. So you have to be good. It's just like really just, you know, not putting yourself inside a box. Um, it definitely has to be the work ethic to your craft. A lot of being a talented rapper just comes from repetition or any type of music, anything in general. It's just traveling that road through repetition. I don't care what it is you want to do. You just have to put the reps in. And then some uh, some of mine, honestly, I can't say is just, you know, God-given talent. Like, I think even from the beginning when I started out lyrically with punchlines and everything, I was always really ahead of things. So I just kind of was blessed with that ability. And even then, early on, I tried to lean on that. I had that, and people loved the music for that. So I was like, hey, I got it. But it just wasn't enough. And it took me a while to really just break down music and really get into my bag as far as just an artist. Like, it can't just be the lyrics. It has to be a sonic, like, composition. And so really diving into that. Um, but, yeah, and, and for some people it works, some people it doesn't. But I think, yeah, just putting in the work, you know, Mamba mentality. You know, I say that for everything. Mm. Just travel that road. That's and, real. Yeah. So did this start out as a does it make a difference when you start off doing something like this as like something you enjoy and a hobby? Then when you'd be like, you know what, I'm gonna do this so I can make it to the big to like, you know, wherever Atlanta or LA and so I can get a sign a big contract. Is it for you right now? Is it more about a hobby and something you, you like? You exp this is your creative 
way of expressing yourself? Or obviously, yeah. or are you saying like I'm starting off like this, and then if it happens to Gil, someone listens to me and finds it, great. If it doesn't, whatever, I'm gonna keep doing it. Type. You know, you gotta you gotta wear two separate hats. You have to, and they have to be separate. Because when I first started out, it was a hobby. I enjoyed it. I loved it. Once I like really started believing like other people that was like, no, this is really good, and I started to try to do it as a you know a possible career or profession. Then it stopped being a hobby and became a hustle. And, you know, it doesn't take off like that that quickly. Like I was doing this at Michigan State and stuff, but there, there's a grind to it. And I was still going to college then, too. And once college was, you know, transitioning into my like career job there, but music wasn't, you know, paying off like that. It gets frustrating because you look at it as a business that's not really generating a huge amount of revenue as opposed to, you know, your hobby or your craft or something that you really love so it kind of it kind of tarnishes the feeling you have for it there mm -hmm. so i i put it i put it away for a while i stopped it for the longest it was not until later on i came back to it as a stress reliever that i really realized like you know not only is this something that you know it's just something that's in my heart and in my soul but you know whether it goes anywhere or not it's something that i need to push so you have to have that hustle you need to look at it as a business no different than if you're running like a store or something is, you know, you're creating a product, you need to market it, you need to do all that, but you have to keep that from tarnishing, you know, the love you have for it. It's just a passion of something you do. I mean, I think there's a lot of people that just do it as just a hustle and they're just fine. Right. Like, let me just be on it and try to get something to pop. But if you're really, you know, an artist, you know, the same as someone, you know, painting the picture, just crafting stuff, you have to keep that separate, but you have to focus on wearing both hats and keep both of those, you know, strong. Amen. What hall were you in roasting people at MSU? <laughs> Upper hall. Upper oh, that's, that sound like it. Hubbard, Hubbard. Hubbard, That's dope, though, man. I remember Cody boys and shit. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that's a decent segue into something else I want to talk about. So, did you guys see that clip? Uh, from Waka Flocka talking about how he made his money and, and got out, and he even called himself a whack rapper and said, hey, you know, what was yeah. the point of him to keep going? <laughs> yep. <laughs> what did y'all think about that? Would y'all call him whack? Like, if you hadn't heard him say that himself, would you ever say that? You know, well, let be the, the you're the professional at this, so I would like to hear what you say first. At the time when Waka was really active in making music, where I was at with music back then, or just how I looked at it, y'all would have definitely called him a whack rapper. I can't say that even now I wouldn't call him a whack rapper. But I've, I've gotten better at just learning that people have their certain strong points. And if you got a strength, you can do that one strength and not be whack. His, his charisma and his authenticity to just his energy was enough of a strength to where, you know, that's his Kareem Skyhook. You ain't got to be able to dribble or pass. You just got to have your move. Or what it is. So, I mean, I agree with him as far as how he's a whack rapper. Because he was saying, like, I can't I can't craft a flow like Kendrick Lamar. I can't tell a story like that or something. But, you know, he had his strengths that I would, you know, it, it just depends on how you look at it. I, yeah. mm -hmm. <clears throat> no, I was just going to say, I mean, he had the frat bangers. I will say that during MSU days. You went, <laughs> right? He had those. <laughs> Um, like he wasn't the most skilled rapper, but at the same time, like no hands and hard in the paint, and like I could go on. Like those is the shit. 
Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> day. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's why I kind of think the word rapper might be just too loose of a term when it comes to talking about are you the quality of a rapper or what they're good at because he's a good rapper for what he was doing. Like, he wasn't here to give us the thought provoking Kendrick Lamar songs. He, he wasn't here to, he was here to make us party and dance, and he did a good job at that. So, I would say that he, in that lane, he wasn't whack at all. Waka made a lot of great songs that weren't very technically skilled. At the, in the same sense, like Eminem is one of my favorite rappers of all time from before. He makes a lot of technically skilled music that just doesn't sound good. Yeah. It mm. works both ways. So I can't say he's whack, but I can see what he's saying as far as technical skills in certain senses. <clears throat> he's not very polished in a lot of ways. Yeah, I just think that it's a really cool. True. Yeah. I just think that it's amazing for someone to have that self-awareness mm-hmm. to understand that, you know what? And that's like showing like your financial maturity and being mm-hmm. like, you know what? Look, I got my money. I got my 30M. I know that I'm not going to make it another whatever, three more years, four more years with all these one hits. Let me go out and invest my money in something else. And he's still making money. Uh, I hope Blueface is doing something with that Tatiana money. (laughs) 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 You know, I feel like these, a lot of one hit wonders could like, I mean, I feel like they should learn from Waka, knowing, understand like how he's making his money, investing his money, knowing that, you know, there's a limit to where like you can't, play this facade of like I'm a rapper and I want to you know spend all this money and still be good when mm-hmm. your mu- when your mu- yeah. when your music ain't shit <laughs> you know who's you know? the godfather of that lane and maybe there was someone out there who's doing it before him but I've the person I've heard who was doing it like the earliest was Chameleon there like he came in got his money and then started putting it immediately into tech and like he's been straight mm-hmm. ever since super straight I hope just like super skilled rappers follow that same path too I mean not that they just leave but you know at least be prepared to leave because even if you're super dope, things might just not work out after you know that first success. So right. you gotta follow that Is, path whether you think yourself a whack or not. <clears throat> Do they have this discussion in the music industry a lot though? As far as like, you know, you see it right now, you see it a lot in sports, like all these vets telling these young guys, like, hey, like what was Marshawn Lynch saying? Count your chickens or whatever and all that stuff and take care of your chickens. Like, is, mm-hmm. are there, are, is this conversation happening in the music industry? Or do you hear it at all be like, because I feel like I don't, and you'd think these are other entertainers that are also get caught up in the glam and everything, especially at a young age, like con, kind of like how these athletes at 18, 17 go to the league and are making, you know, all this money. But it's, I feel like it's mentioned, but at the same time, if you're if you're the person that's in that position, are you listening? Mm. Like, especially the young younger cast and everything. It's it's one of those, you know, rest in peace to your grandma, but I'm different type moments. Like, (laughs) like it's just, you know, I you know, I hear what you're saying, but you know, I'm really popping. I'm me. I've been doing yada yada. So and then you kind of get lost track of it's the same thing. Like, you know, you just you're going from, you know, not having anything to having more than you can handle. And you got all the, 
type of friends and stuff. So even though you're thinking like, I'm going to make sure that I'm taken care of financially forever, you don't think you have to start preparing that much that soon. So I think it still happens to people. But, you know, I think, I mean, it's, it's kind of awkward now too. I mean, people, I mean, as you heard, I, I'm sure everyone's heard of the whole Megan the Stallion controversy with her contract. Yeah. And, and all that stuff going on. They said, they said her label was getting 60% of her earnings and she got 40%, but all her expenses came out of her 40%. Studio time, uh, artist features, everything came out of her 40 So that's what, 10? I don't know what, I mean, what it's going to add up to, but her contract was shit. <laughs> yeah, ain't no other way to put it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah. contracts are still screwing people over. I do like, I mean, one of the things that I like now is that the game is changing where you still keep your ownership so easy. I mean, you know, I was able to, you know, do a lot of stuff on my own, you know, publishing company through LLC and just, you know, higher distribution. So everything is available on all the major networks to where it can be profitable. But, you know, the revenue comes back to me. So it's, it's, there's so many, there's so much more opportunities. One of the things that was harder about doing music before was, you know, everything was on disc, which meant you had to press disc or you had to sell them out your trunk. You had to, it's physical units, which just made it difficult. But, you know, there's so many opportunities for artists to just, you know, handle things themselves, even with the studio set up, you know, mm. I hope, I hope artists are really taking advantage of that now, but you never know. I mean, especially young cats, and they just jump on the bandwagon, and you get thrown a few million. Because a lot of times, that million is in advance, but they just know it's a million in the bank account with their name on it. Right. And I guess right. I always think you just—it's easier for us, I guess, to critique these kids since we are from the outside looking in from the TV, basically, and all the media just showing what their lifestyle is. But mm-hmm. I always wonder, like, if I'm 17 years old me and someone says here's a million dollars and then you're going to get another million mil next month and so on so forth and so forth how would i react you know i, mean, I might be saying hey mom you mind if i wild out real quick like you know like, <laughs> <laughs> like you you low-key describing you know? me with student loans like it was like hey here's thirty thousand. you'll get another 30 next semester i bought a tv <laughs> right you know that's what i'm saying you see you walking around michigan state the first couple of weeks and then three weeks later kids rocking jays that they never had before and you wonder where that yeah. came from like oh you got that refund didn't you yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> but i guess i just hope that the young young guys who are kind of at the top right now but i ain't you know for sure ain't gonna have a future in rap or the music industry for long. Take note of this, what Waka is doing. Like mm-hmm. it's okay, it's okay to just, you know, hang up the mic and go elsewhere with your money. Now you have a net worth, whatever, you make your 30 mil, you can invest that and in, look, man, the stock market is is having a rough couple of weeks. You could have bought thousands of shares of all these companies that are at their low right now before they go back up. Like, you know, you can invest mm-hmm. all that stuff, but hopefully just that changes. Your, just have your eyes outside of music as soon as possible. If you, you guys, do, if you can't have music, cool. If not, you've already been prepared. 
right. Who do you think, uh, since we're on that topic, who do you think right now is whack and should take this this way out? The walk, <laughs> the walk, the walk away out, the smart way out. Like you, you can give us some names, Ron. Like anyone, who are you thinking of? Top of your head, be like, you know what, you whack, bro. You hit, you had that few few couple songs on there. It was great while you were here. Thanks for all the little club bangers, but you know, you ain't gonna make it, son. You know, the first person that come to mind is Tiger, but at the same time, this motherfucker won't go away. Like every few years, he just keep coming back. (laughs) (laughs) You don't like Tiger for real? I do not like Tiger. Like, I mean, yeah, when you just when you make make a party song, I don't hate. Like, I'm a party song, but I don't mess with it. It's hard. Because it's like you're not the first person to express the way they feel about Tiger, like in that in that way, but I feel like no matter how much you dislike him, when his music comes on the club or something, you're going to dance. Because I don't know if it's just his, like, the soundtrack he chooses, what it is. Half the time, I'm not even listening to his lyrics. That's just the beat makes you like him, and then you're like, you're, you finally realize at the end of the song, <laughs> like, oh, shit, that was Tiger the whole time. <laughs> right. And yeah, he has an ex- excellent beat selection, so, I mean, kudos to him for that. But he's had to be more than 30. I'm thinking oh, yeah, of like sure. right now, what's her face? Bad baddie. Oh what's yeah. Like um, I know, know she's talking rec- about I know exact catch me outside, girl. Yeah. Mm, like, I know mm. I know she's made her money off that. Did she make a album or a single? What was that? Or last year I feel like she dropped something. But go ahead, girl. Get your you already got your social media money. Now you got your money from that one single you got. Like, go ahead, take a seat, man. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. I was trying to find, I was trying to see what her net worth is. Five mil. Ugh. Five mil for just cussing your mama out on TV. Ugh. Just cussing, cussing Doctor <laughs> Phil out. <laughs> oh, I felt that one. <laughs> I'm mad she worked for me. And her life is really one of those Twitter memes. Like, would you curse your mama out for five mil? Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Catch catch me outside. (laughs) Would you slap the shit out your mom on Dr. Phil for like 10 mil? Uh, There's got to be some more. Who else is out there? I don't even listen to the radio too much. If I had to pick somebody, the first person to come to mind is probably City Girls. Yeah, like, they did get their money. Get, get out of yeah. here. I, I know they definitely got their money off the joints they did do, especially that joint with Cardi. It was a big-ass song. From what I, I – I don't think they wrote the verses. They didn't really flow the verses that well. They, they kind of done had their own share of trouble after the song. After they you know, blew up, you know, right. that kind of kept them from doing the stuff. I, I don't even know if both of them are free at the moment. But <laughs> like they in jail, yeah. somebody always in jail. <laughs> so, yeah. so I, pulled, I pulled up this ranking of, I mean, I don't think it's all that legitimate, but worst rappers of all time as of February 5th of 2020. It's called rank, the site's called ranker.com. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know who number one is? Soldier Boy, tell him. Oh, that would disrespect the legend. Hey, you gonna disrespect Soldier Boy? That nigga. <laughs> one of the coaches. You can put him on the list, but number one. 
he's above Iggy. Oh, I see they tripping. Mm. You see, yeah. Iggy could be one. She she should start thinking about the walk away. I'm gonna start calling that the walk away. I like that. Like, Alliteration just, always works. Um, you know, I Nick feel Cannon like it, was on. Oh yeah, didn't kind of Nick Cannon deserves it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not defending that guy. <laughs> but I feel like in general, party rappers kind of get a bad rap when it comes to it. like they just automatically kind of get labeled with that whack with that whack title, regardless of like even if they're making quality music for the lane that they're in. Mm. I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't like Iggy no more than the next guy, but I mean, she made some hits, and there's a lot of rappers out there who are more technically skilled than her who are going to do those numbers. I don't heard Iggy, like, kill some shit, where I wasn't even mad at it, but that whole, kick it for fat, boom, boom, pat, whatever that joint was. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a rap ever since. <laughs> Ain't it coming back from that. Once you oh. in Avatar language, Avatar. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Well, do you think if, because like we're talking about Iggy, do you think she gets more backlash? for the way she raps and all that? Or is it because of all the quote-unquote like culture appropriation shit? I think being it's, white is a major part of it. Yeah. It's 90% the white part. If <laughs> <laughs> she was a, a black woman doing the exact White in Australia. Just right. don't make it work for you, huh? Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because like all right, let's talk about it. So you think if she was black, that, she would not get this the same? She wouldn't be a hot take? Ron mentioned a good part, too. I forgot she's Australian, but she don't rap like Steve Irwin. She rap like she <laughs> from, like, Compton. Right. Shit. So that just adds another layer of, you know, cultural appropriation. <laughs> I'm mad at you because you don't sound Australian. You say- <laughs> <laughs> but- come on a beat like good day, mate. <laughs> rap about the shrimps on the Barbie or some shit. Don't fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I'm about to. uh I'm about to say something like maybe that might spark something, but so if Iggy was black, would she be better than Nikki? Nah, I don't. I, I don't I'm gonna say no, but it's also like I never really listened to Iggy the way I listen to Nikki. Like I've actually listened to a Nikki album, so I'm automatically gonna give it to her. Maybe mm. if I actually listen to Iggy, she could be up there with her. Okay. Yeah. Nikki's on this. Uh, Worst. I don't really believe this rankings, but she's on here as number nine. But also the people on here, the people on here are like random. Like some of them I've never even heard of. Insane clown posse or whatever. Oh, uh, you never heard of ICP? No. <laughs> you should be thankful because they actually are kind of based out of the Detroit area. <laughs> yeah. <Damn. laughs> Look That's them rough. up. And you're gonna be, be thankful that you you didn't know what they were. <laughs> Pitbulls number three. Deserves it. Really. Uncle Matt. I mean, he can't be. Most of his criticism is just that he went and got went to the money, like to the white people for the money. 
He just make white people rap songs. Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess. Huh. Yeah, Birdman's number though, six. It wasn't yeah. that he was bad. He just went the flow rider route. And I ain't mad at that. That's a safe ass route. <laughs> who's Uncle? Who's Uncle Adams? I don't recognize that one. Yeah, I don't even know that one. Maddie B. Oh, I, yeah. I hear the name often, but I've yet to listen to them. It's like he's a thirteen-year-old that does like kids' bop remixes of stuff. Yeah, that's why I'm like, nah. He's he's also Australian. Yeah, yeah. So more like a Like they got little Tay Tay or little Tay, the little Asian girl that was always on uh, like social media with the money, and I think her dad, <laughs> I think her dad or someone is like a jewelry store owner. Why they put her on the list? That's fucked up. <laughs> 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 she right right above Riff Raff. She's going to end up becoming a lawyer or something. It's always going to be yeah. on her record. <laughs> That's disrespectful to the people above here on her list. <laughs> you're, you're worse than that little Asian girl that he really wasn't a rapper. Her dad just owned the jury. <laughs> she was a better rapper than you. <laughs> oh. Anyways, well, don't be a whose man's out here. Take advantage of the money and get out while you can. Mm-hmm. Be prepared to. But, you ain't got to get out, but be prepared to. Yeah. Yeah. Who hates who? Uh, Ron, is it you that hates uh, Lil Uzi Vert? No, nah, I don't hate him. I'm just not a fan. Oh, okay. I was about to say, would he, would you put him under that category of whackness? I put him there in the same sense of like he's more of a actually I, I can't, I'm not familiar enough with his work to even fully comment. Like I know his singles are part of music, but I actually think that he has more deeper stuff on his albums I've heard. So I'm just gonna say I'm mm-hmm. not a fan. Little Pump. I'm not a fan of him either, but I feel confident in saying he's whack. I feel like a lot of littles are whack now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Littles. Oh, what else? Anyways, what else right, we got, we got for a few us? Remains we got to bring up. So. Ooh, you had uh, that one you brought to us. Be with that article you were sharing with us. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, I can't look at it right now. Just speaking <laughs> on how you know. <laughs> I mean, since yeah, Team iPhone, if you want to pull it up, <laughs> but not, right, hold on. Here I can uh, I can pull up the title of it. So it says, "More women are paying alimony," and it says, "As more wives become breadwinners." Mm-hmm. Hey, change is gonna come. It changes. <laughs> Equality. <laughs> I am here for it. Get your bread, Kings. Look. So get your bread, King. I feel like this is the worst way for for this to happen to a woman just because of what she has to pay for for this guy. Mm-hmm. So, B, do you want me to read the article, or do you want me to just let do you want to take over with some of the key points you remember from it? <laughs> I just remember one of the they 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 cover one of the extreme examples in which one of the women who got divorced, part of her alimony was to pay for her husband's her ex husband's online pornography habit. Mm. <laughs> His lawyers argued that hey. This is a part of the lifestyle he's gotten used to. And the court had to agree. Get your bread, Kings. 
<laughs> I'm reading. Okay, what it, this is what it says: a female business executive with a seven-figure income whose husband made far less money than she did ended up supporting her ex's expensive online pornography habit with her alimony payments. The lawyer who represented the husband said she successfully argued that those entertainment expenses were part of his lifestyle, and the court agreed when it calculated the monthly alimony sum. The wife wasn't happy about it, to say the least. (laughs) Finessing, finessing. This dick ain't free. (laughs) Get your brick. I hope he gave a tip to his lawyer because she pulled that off and got him that. <laughs> she went yeah. above and beyond job explanation. the log in. <laughs> what are you saying? What are you even like thinking as a judge? And that's presented to you, Your Honor. Um, I'd like to add an article X paragraph five. You'd like to see that my client would like money for his porn. Mm-hmm. Browser's fine. <laughs> my lawyer had. I think I can make a decent argument for it. So check. Mm-hmm. This woman Let's hear this. is a business ex- executive making seven figures. More than likely, she's on the clock 24-7. Like, more than likely, work is her number one priority. So this man, feeling neglected and feeling unloved, started to develop this habit. And as a circumstance of this marriage, this habit continued to develop to the point where it just became part of his lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And now that this marriage is over, he's supposed to just get that up. Mm-hmm. That ain't his fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this so, is my therapy. From her spending all exactly. those long hours in the office all the time. That's how it was just me and the cam girls. This is also <laughs> all my, my gym membership. This is how I burn calories. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I maintain my so part of it. Do you think he has to, which is probably not a difficult situa- task for him, but like has to keep up with those activities? Because like in some alimony, I'm not sure. Does it, if you stop living that lifestyle, that person doesn't have to pay for that lifestyle anymore. That is crazy. Mm. He, just keep, he just keeps those scriptures running, don't even use them no more. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, just, out long just, rack, just racking the bread. <laughs> hey, that's my allegory, dog. <laughs> Ain't even into that stuff no more, but she paying for it. I might, I might be back into that later. He just watching. Really, he's watching browsers. I'll be honest with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I'll be really honest. I didn't even think um, women had that. Like there was a a part where women paid paid out. Mm-hmm. Who did we learn uh, recently? Like in the last year or so, was it Mary J. Blige that had to end up paying? Oh yeah, so, yeah. That's the best. Yeah, I I mean, maybe, maybe because Michigan laws are like crazy. Because that I've like had situations where people caught their wives cheating, and they are the ones paying for their lifestyle now you know so i just i guess i just never thought of it as i just always assume the man got to pay no matter what especially if there's kids involved so this is very interesting to see this and then of all things you're paying for porn you're not even paying for your kid you're not paying for you pay for this man's pleasure (laughs) like how shitty does that have to get like what if this is the reason they're getting a divorce and now she got to pay him uh, for their reason. Uh, That's some nah. shit, yo. <laughs> now nah, I see why that women on Twitter cool, hate other women on Twitter to have OnlyFans accounts so much. Directly <laughs> 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 funding their yo. lifestyle. Like directly. <laughs> oh, mm. That's rough. But hey, you know what? 
if she's making seven figures, go ahead, play with your little dingling. I got money. <laughs> That's what she's does probably it, saying. Does it come directly? Like, you know, if someone owes child support and their check already has it deducted out where it just says, like, chess up. Like, is there, like... <laughs> does it say Pornhub? Directly out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and in parentheses, it, it says I'll alimony. Before you even see it, OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> Just be nasty. Oh, yo. What if he signs up under her name and he's like, yo, thank you to Mrs. Do you claim do you claim alimony in your taxes? Ooh, I don't even know. It's in there. Because that'll be rough for her. Take it to H and R block and be like, hey, you got all your paperwork. I need all the receipts, everything of what you know. Okay, so what you pay for alimony? Uh, how much you giving for the kid? Blah blah blah. She's like, yeah. Um. So this is the situation. I ain't, we don't have kids, but I'm paying um, alimony for my husband's pornography. Excuse me. Come again? Yeah. How much do you think it is actually? <laughs> No less than like five hundred. Because I'm just starting to think on like the reverse side when like celebrities get a divorce and maybe the uh woman that was with them never had to work a day of her life since you know she was living the lifestyle. So now that they divorced, they have to maintain that lifestyle. And so you're paying like two hundred K or some people mm-hmm. and then like the woman's like, Well, I want I need more. Could he be like, well, I need more. Oh, it's not enough. My, my tastes have grown. <laughs> my t- <laughs> That's Hulk Hogan's wife. She was like, after he was already Hulk Hogan, then they got divorced and she got the house. And he was paying wow. like 400 k a month or something. You see, because I don't agree with that either way on both sides where the situation is the woman is paying the alimony. I just can't imagine that you want more if I'm giving you 500k a month and you're telling me that's still not enough, ah, and I have to pay it, that's just rough, man. That's not fair. Not at all. Like, <laughs> all right. Well, we got a well you know what? Look, man's man. up on a docket. <laughs> I'll just let that so. All I know, all I gotta say is that if I'm ever rich enough to hire that lawyer. I'm gonna have to look him up, preach, because mm-hmm. he can he can he can get you anything at this point. <laughs> mm. All right, so who has it worse? Let's let's pick this. This is another this is another lady in this situation. Who has it worse between this woman who had to pay for her husband ex husband's pornography as alimony, or you know we just wrapped up Black History Month, and during Black History Month. Uh, a brother decided that, you know what? Enough's enough. I'm tired of all you racist people. So he decides to kidnap this white woman. So Robert Lee (laughs) decided decided to kidnap this white woman and put her in check for her white privilege. And this is what it says. Don't worry if you can't afford to pay 2500 to have your white privilege checked. This Iowa man will do it for free. Robert Lee, 
was arrested for allegedly kidnapping a woman and forcing her to watch the landmark 1977 Roots. <laughs> Yo, isn't that movie like nine hours? Uh, is it? I oh. hope not. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's like multiple. It's <laughs> that's, that's cruel and unusual punishment. Name a middle school after that nigga, man. He a hero now. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but look, he just like it. Literally said he he was accused of abducting an un, unnamed woman of unspecified race. Okay, yeah, right. Then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then holding her captive at a residence where she was forced the night. Our ABC roots, so she can better understand her racism, according to the criminal criminal's complaint. <laughs> when his captor tried to move, <laughs> he ordered her to remain seated and watch the movie with him, or he would kill her and spread her body. Damn, spread her body parts across Interstate 380 and wait on the way to Chicago. That's <laughs> <laughs> he pulled up a Google Maps like he was right. Hell no. So this is I feel like this is like a catch, like a catch twenty two. <laughs> like this is first of all, did, did this woman? I just want to know if this woman did something to him, or he just like saw this woman, this white she woman, def- like that's that's the one today. She definitely racist. <laughs> going, you know. So first, like when I first heard it. I like open the article because I was hoping that I would read it and like it would say like after every hour, every episode, he would ask her like, what's your name? And she would say like, Karen. So he would play another DVD and then by like the eighth hour, he was like, what's your name? And she would say like LaShonda or some shit like the whole Toby. (laughs) 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 But I think damn, it's just a nigga waterboarded a woman with roots. (laughs) That is amazing. Yo, it was really like the intro to Robot Chicken. <laughs> I just sat her ass down, strapped her up. But man, I, you know, like if this woman wasn't racist, she definitely racist now. <laughs> right, that's the thing too. I want to like. like I, she, wish could, I wish we could follow her with hidden cameras because I don't. I kind of want to know if it worked. Like if something's <laughs> gonna happen and she's gonna be like, you know what? That is racist. It might have really worked. <laughs> like some extreme conversion. Bruh, <laughs> this you woman know? is traumatized. She will forever look at a black man and be like, "Roots." That's all she's gonna think about. <laughs> Roots and Interstate three eighty. Hey, <laughs> she ain't never taken that route. <laughs> like, I get what this dude was trying to do, but I think he made it worse in my picture, in my eyes. He made it worse. Like, and his name is no and his his name name Robert. Go home and Google the nearest Klan rally. Oh, like, yeah. she, she signed up that night. She probably found out it was a joke when he found, she found out his name was Robert Lee. Like, come on. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, buddy, take off the mask now. You, you got me. <laughs> Let's stop playing around. <laughs> That's probably how it all started. She probably said something to him about the name. How dare you be named Robert Lee and be a, be a nigger? 
That's my great great granddaddy. Don't you use his name like that? <laughs> but I I feel bad for her to be put in that situation at the same time. And you know what? His mugshot, he's happy. He felt like he just gave a great lesson to someone. If you see his mugshot, he's smiling. Look like he's uh, you know, I give a lesson to someone and they're gonna learn today. They hear what she needed. I hope so. Even if she didn't learn. I I hope that you know what? No, nah, we're gonna go that way. It was wrong. He shouldn't have kidnapped her. He should just throw Roots DVD at her and just kept driving. <laughs> no, nah, I ain't touching. You got four or nine hours. It's only around like hour eight or nine. Where you really to throw every time he, he should just every time you saw her, just throw a Roots DVD at her. <laughs> <laughs> After the fifth time, all right, damn it, I'll watch it. <laughs> Like fifty times. <laughs> oh man, I think we lost somebody. Uh, man. Look, man, Android got y'all on some tight stuff. Right? Y'all can't, y'all can't read articles while you're recording. You get, <laughs> you get, you get kicked out. Phone can't walk into gum. Nope. I'm talking shit right now, but when B come back, I'm, I'm gonna be quiet. <laughs> you hope you don't actually listen to the full episode. <laughs> <Right. laughs> you go to Texas like a week from now, like oh, I heard that shit. Y'all was talking. Oh <laughs> uh, well, I guess we can pause right here and see if we can get back on. <laughs> yeah, because we were just saying we were finishing up that topic, and I think that was pretty much it. So we're gonna go ahead and close it out. Oh, yo! First of all, time out. <laughs> I just saw this article. It said. Pro wrestler flips off seven year old fan at an event and Enzo is saying, fuck them kids. Nice. <laughs> it says, I don't know who Tom Gil Martin. I don't know if you guys no follow clue. wrestling and I don't, but his, well, okay, never mind. Tom, Tom Gil Martin brought his son to meet AEW star MJF, Maxwell Jacobs Friedman. I don't know. Anyways, MJ. Is a famous for being a say that again. I was like, What type of Princeton wrestling league is this? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) AEW, what type of wrestling name is that? (laughs) MJF is is famous for being a heel, which is why can't you just say for being a bad guy? Why does that got to be in parentheses, right? And part of his gimmick is being a jerk to kids, it's no secret, everyone knows. So when Tom and his son came face-to-face with MJF, the wrestler busted out the single-barrel salute right in the little guy's face, which was the middle finger. Afterwards, (laughs) the dad tried to laugh it off, but his son was in shock. When (laughs) reporters asked MJF for a comment, all they got back was three statements, fuck them kids. (laughs) (laughs) That's my new favorite wrestler right here. So the whole question is, is it the dad's fault he should have known better or is the wrestler's fault? It's the dad's fault. If you know the wrestler is about that life, don't be bringing your little kid around. Right, dad's fault. It's not the wrestler's fault. He stayed true to himself the whole time. Right. (laughs) He kept that same energy. That's all we asked for. Oh, you got it. That's all we asked for. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, well. Did they say how with the kid? Seven seven years old. It's the kid's fault. I mean, it's a little borderline. Be offended. 
<laughs> Damn. Like if Mikey. Mikey was seven and he got flipped off, I'd be like, oh, boy, if you don't walk that off. <laughs> oh, damn, man. You damn. Your own favorite. Nikki's, <laughs> Nikki's man is a sex offender. Yeah. Oh, all over the place. <laughs> Yo, TM. Speaking of kids. <laughs> oh, it was right under it, too. So I see what TMZ is trying to do, man. <laughs> Nicki Minaj's husband arrested by the feds for not registering as a sex offender. Sheesh. Uh, you better get homeboy as your lawyer. You find a way. <laughs> Man. <laughs> oh, damn. That's rough. Yeah, you've been catching a string of L's. Ever since Meek called him out for the boot cut jeans. And it's like, <laughs> 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 just been downhill since then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you don't know, accidentally restart the episode. Well, we can go ahead and get up out of here now. I'll find a way to match it all together to make it sound good. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, I. We appreciate you once again for coming through, B, especially coming through two times. So, you know, that's take a time out of scheduling away from your family. So, thank you again for coming through and spending some time with us. Help oh, us B3. Oh, I'm glad I got to join there. <laughs> be your family, man? B3. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I got a little daughter now. She just turned three months two days ago. Hey, that's what's up, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a good like, time today. How's fatherhood? It's been great. You know, I was off today, so, you know, we was playing around all today today. You know, when she slept, I got to record some music. When she was up, you know, I'm starting to teach her music a little bit, not like how to write it, but just playing my favorite songs, like Master P, Make Them Say Uh. There you go. <laughs> Wait, did you say Never three months old? Yep. Hey, you yeah, I, like how, I, like, I like how you clarified that you weren't trying to make her write it. <laughs> <laughs> not, not yet. That's six months. Not yet, <laughs> but, you know, just teaching her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what's up bro <laughs> but yeah it's been great it's been great cutest little thing you know I can't I just can't wait to give her game like just all the stuff that I just learned in life that I wish I would have learned early mm. I just can't wait like I'm so excited to just give her game but can't do it right now because she can't speak English but right <laughs> you know <laughs> you gotta start with the basics <laughs> Start yeah. with the basics. Learn how to write music. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> yeah, I look forward to everything that's going to come with this. So I'm just excited every day with the ship. That's dope to hear. I love it. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, we're gonna go ahead and get up out of here. We appreciate y'all for listening as always. If you want to contact us, I know y'all got a bunch of different ways you can do it. We on. You got the email, whose man's podcast at Gmail. We on Twitter at Who's Man's Podcast. Probably soon to be operated by yours truly because y'all can't get at me no more. (laughs) (laughs) We still got the Facebook and Instagram. Check us out on there. Conrad, you want to go ahead and leave us off with some positivity? Hey, let's get Brandon. uh, Brandon. B. B1. I'm going to call you B1. I was going to let him go last so that way he can introduce the song too. Oh, perfect. All right. Uh, Hey, you guys can find me on Twitter at dafella underscore Connie. Vixie22 on Instagram. Positivity for the day is train your mind to see the good in everything. Let me say that again. Train your mind to see the good in everything. Look, we had a man on. We just talked about that thought, you know, divorce was coming his way. And 
he was going to lose a lot of money because his wife was the breadwinner. Little did he know that things were going to change for the better. Mm. And he was mm. going to get payment for his porn. porn. God's plan. Do you see what he God. did? He <laughs> trained his mind to see the good in everything. And it turned out okay for him. I'm assuming for him, he thinks it's the best thing in the world. Getting paid X amount of money for porn. You know he's, he's happy about that. Okay? Mm-hmm. Some of y'all out here mad hysteria right now. Corona. Corona this, corona that. I'm about to die. I need a mask. My immune system. Whoa. Oh my goodness. I live, don't even live anywhere close to anyone that's been to China, but I'm all still yell. Oh man, all this stuff. But look, let me tell y'all something. All you corporate people should be excited, should be happy. You should be seeing the good in this. You don't have to get, leave home. You get to work from home. Mm-hmm. Look at that. You get to work from home. You can get up. You don't got to change. You don't got to put on a dress shirt. You can just go in your boxers or go in your nightgown, pour your coffee, and get to work. And you don't have to talk to your annoying work coworkers that you know you you, you be fake smiling to. It's all good. <laughs> you know? Train your mind to see the good in everything because that's just how life is, man. You're always going to have something take you down, but it's either you're going to let it keep you down or you're going to find a way to get out of it positively. It's just how that is. It's facts. It's research. We've seen that. So, PSA, for all those who are freaking out of the coronavirus, stop it. Stop feeding to this media frenzy. Stop feeding into all this hysteria. It's making things worse. The same reason y'all should be scared about the flu, wash your damn hands. Stop touching things and then putting your hand, your fingers in your mouth. I'm going to talk to you like little kids because some of you do that. Wash your hands when you leave the bathroom. I've seen a lot of people do it. Don't do that. And just relax, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if you are a 25-year-old guy <laughs> or girl with a perfect immune system out here drinking brunettes, all day and waking up and going to class uh, and, and functioning extremely well, you have nothing to worry about if you're keeping good hand hygiene. Simple as that. Now, if you are a 60 year old man or woman that has pneumonia or has something that is making their immune system in, uh, immunocompromised, you have something to worry about because you can't fight against anything right now. So, stop trying to buy masks. First of all, y'all buying the wrong mask. Us at the hospital are our shortage of masks to treat people that actually have these things because all you people are buying stuff that you don't even know how to use. Stop it. Please. <laughs> That's all I'm asking for you. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. So, Darnold, happy belated birthday. You ain't shit whose man's person that you always talk about. <laughs> I hope you're having fun at your little basketball game. The Mavs are probably going to lose. Mark Cuban's probably going to cuss you out because he's going to look at you and be like, damn you, Darnold. <laughs> God damn. I just thought it was a happy birthday. <laughs> well, happy birthday, bro. I love you. Hey, be easy. Be great. Win your day. Win your Wednesday if you haven't won it yet. Win your Thursday. And so on. So, B, introduce us to your, to your music. Man, first of all, the mention of Burnett's alcohol – just fucked up my day for tomorrow. <laughs> but, 
all like when they talk about how good Grey Goose is and how they filter everything out of that, everything they filter out of Grey Goose to make it smooth is what they make Barnett's out of. I'm convinced. <laughs> <laughs> That's our disgusting. key ingredient. <laughs> Two, um, I kind of feel like niggas ain't taking coronavirus as serious as they should, and it's me. I'm niggas. Like, I feel <laughs> like I'm fucking up by not taking it serious, but I don't give a fuck. I'm, like, I eat oranges all the time. I'm like 30% vitamin C right now. So I feel like I'm good. <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> I'm starting no, good, to reports on Reddit that's making me think maybe I should, like, niggas might die. But I mean, like I said, I was telling like Ron and the rest of our group chat, it's like ain't nothing wrong about being educated and aware of the situation and knowing what's happening. You should always know what's happening in your world. Know and if you want to track it, track it and understand what's happening. But do your own research. Don't follow the media uses fear. Right? They want you to the clickbait, like all these things. Yes, they're thousands and thousands of cases right now people are dying it's not something to joke about but at the same time you know who should start selling face masks who trojan damn real okay if you can trust us down below you can trust us up top whoa (laughs) whoa hey do we have something here do we have something here Yo, we got to get in contact. Hey, get on whose man's Twitter right now. Shoot him at him, at them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got something for y'all. Big head motherfucker. All right. Hey. <laughs> B, can you, let's try this again. Introduce us to your music, B. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot all about that. We keep going back to the episode. Let's see. Let's see. I think we're going to, I'm, I'm going to choose. The, the fan favorite seems to be Space. I really like Miles Morales. It's bar heavy. I still say check out Miles Morales, but I think we're going to go with Space. Man. So this this capital S uh, Space. Thank you for right, having yeah. me, Carl. And yeah. All right, y'all stay tuned. You about to hear it coming up right now. Uh, Peace. Donald, you ain't shit still. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's perfect. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. I got places I need to go. <laughs> if it ain't about to see notes, well. Uh, give me 20 feet, bitch, I need my space yeah. Make a side hole, you can't keep my pace uh, If it's money at the end, I'ma lead that race yeah. I don't really want the fame, but I need that rape right. Angel on the grill and the stars in the roof Smoke like a sedan, but sound like a coupe And if I get the loot, I could buy one in blue So if I got a shot, then that nigga gon' shoot Chasing this paper and I'm on the roof Look at the stitch and the cut of my suit yeah. P-pop production, this shit with a smith It could cause a concussion, man, please tell the truth I got that hunger, my pockets is growling Fuck, making just enough to stop us from piling My girl at the beach, so then I need an island just to see how we style it, but give me 10 feet, ho. Ten feet, ho. Ten feet, ho. You all in my face, places I need go. You all in the way, take off like amigo. You stand in that place, it ain't about to see no. Now give me some space. Space, 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 give me some space, 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 give me some space, 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 yeah, I'm talking rich as fuck. I need a mansion. The house just ain't big enough. I need a Rari. The lag just ain't quick enough. Yo, this is boring, man. I gotta switch it up. Now, I'm new riders. So, why when I'm whipping up? I got a barrel of perpendicular, huh? 
Ride by the Jeep and take up so much street, it look like it's a one way. Yeah. Roll with my day once till one day the truck roll on one day. Yeah. Old white people see a nigga in the whip and you know they feel some way. We pull up this sat half our hand and now stiff arms like NFL Sunday, like give me 10 feet, ho. You all in my face. You all in the way. You standing in place. Bitch, give me some space. Give me some space. Give me some space. Give me some space. Give me some strife, give me some strife, give me some strife, give me some strife, give me some strife.